You're listening to the Spine Talk Podcast, presented by Texas Back Institute. For more information about Texas Back Institute, visit www.texasback.com. Hello, and welcome to the Spine Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and today we're joined by Dr. Ray Bosita. He is an orthopedic spine surgeon here at Texas Back Institute. Today we're going to talk about herniated discs, something that many of you have heard of or have experienced, and we really want to dig in to what is a herniated disc. So, Dr. Bosita, first question, what is a herniated disc? A herniated disc is uh, its actually kind of a big problem. Very, very common. A lot of people get them, but a disc, when a disc is herniated, it the center part of the disc actually pops out and starts pushing on some of the nerves that are in somebody's spine. When that happens, a patient can feel back pain, leg pain, leg weakness, or a lot of other symptoms. And they can be very troublesome too. And what symptoms do patients experience with a herniated disc? Patients who have herniated discs can have uh, back pain, leg pain, leg weakness, numbness, and even sometimes they'll have difficulty walking or even going to the bathroom too. Is there a difference between a herniated disc in the neck versus a herniated disc in the back, low back? Yes, a herniated disc in the neck will typically cause a neck pain with arm pain or arm weakness, whereas a herniated disc in the lumbar spine will cause a back pain with leg pain and leg weakness. Okay, and a big question that we get a lot is, does the size of the herniation matter? Yes, uh, sometimes uh, a very big disc herniation can uh, cause symptoms that are so bad that the patient will have to have surgery almost immediately whereas with some of the smaller ones and the symptoms may not be as severe, uh, those, one, those herniated discs typically are treated uh, conservatively at first. And you mentioned that some patients, and I assume very few, have to have surgery right away. Um, what are the symptoms or red flags that we should be aware of or watch out for? Some people who have a condition called cauda equina syndrome, which has a bowel, loss of bowel or bladder function, uh, those people tend to have surgery almost immediately or if a patient has such profound pain that they cannot even walk or they cannot stand, they cannot do anything or even take care of themselves, if the pain is severe enough or the weakness is bad enough, they may need surgery right away also. Okay, so let's back up. How common is a herniated disc? A herniated disc are probably the most common condition we treat here at Texas Back Institute. Uh, Probably of all the diagnoses that we see, especially in people who are, say, between the ages of Uh, 25 and 50, that's the most common diagnosis we'll see. Can people have, um, you know, a herniated disc and not even know it, not even feel it? Yes. Sometimes people can have a herniated disc that's present on an MRI scan, but it does not necessarily cause them pain. Now, is this something we should worry about? Will it get worse later in life if we don't take care of it? If a person has, it depends where it is. If it's a standard lumbar disc herniation, which is the most common, more common condition, those patients, uh, as long as it doesn't hurt, as long as it's not hurting them, we tell the patients to kind of ignore it. If a patient can do all their normal activities, play sports, take care of their children, uh, run around, do their job you know, without too much discomfort, even if a herniation is present, we tell the patients to you know, continue with non-operative treatment and just watch it. On the other hand, sometimes in the neck, uh, in the cervical spine, a disc herniation can be so large that it can cause actual compression of the spinal cord, and sometimes those patients will need treatment. Okay, so what are the treatment options for someone that has a herniated disc? 
So typically we try to start with the most conservative things first. Uh, Over-the-counter medications and some activity modification are things that most patients can do at home. But then once the herniation becomes more symptomatic and they need to come and see us, the first step will usually be uh, some prescription strength anti-inflammatories and muscle relaxers along with physical therapy to try and, and uh, promote strength and range of motion in the neck or back depending upon where the herniated fragment is. As, um, if that fails, then the next step would be to get an MRI scan to see uh, where the herniation is, how big it is, and assess its character. And after that, some patients would require spinal injections. A spinal injection is a combination of local anesthetic and steroid delivered under x-ray guidance uh, into the spinal canal to try and reduce some of the inflammation associated with the herniation. And a very small percentage of patients who have disc herniations will actually need surgery. At Texas Back Institute, our goal is to try to treat patients non-operatively and conservatively and cost-effectively also. Unfortunately, some patients fail uh, conservative treatment and do require surgical intervention. So I'm curious, what causes a herniated disc in the first place then? Sometimes people can recall one particular traumatic event that could cause their herniation, and sometimes they can't. Some, most of the time, people will just wake up one day and start to feel back and leg pain and then try and figure out what may have caused it, and a lot of times they can't. Uh, the most important thing with a herniation is to obviously try to get over it as quickly as possible, regardless of how it came there. Okay, a patient finds out they have a herniated disc. What should patients expect when they come in to see a specialist at Texas Back Institute? People ask me all the time what to do if they feel that they have a disc herniation. That's probably the most common question I'm asked at kids' softball games, baseball games, barbecues, family parties, because people feel fear. They don't know what's going on and they need to get checked out. My advice is this. The first thing you should try and do is see what happens over the next couple of days. Take over-the-counter medications if you can tolerate them, modify some activities and see what happens. If the pain is not getting better or the level of function remains really poor, then get checked out. You can start with your primary care physician. You could also start with us here at Texas Back Institute. But our first goal would be to figure out what the problem is. And I think that once a diagnosis is made, then we've come up with a treatment plan that's catered to you. Okay, so can a herniated disc resolve itself? You've mentioned um, conservative care options. Um, over time, can that, can that heal itself? Or do you have to continue having um, these treatment options for the rest of your life? Yes. Herniated discs can get better by themselves. In fact, most of the disc herniations that we see here at Texas Beck Institute will resolve with no surgical intervention at all. Most of the time, conservative care, including anti-inflammatories or muscle relaxers with physical therapy and maybe a steroid injection or two can get a patient back to full activity without needing surgery at all. If a, a patient comes to see you, they uh, have a herniated disc, what, um, how often would they have to come back in to see So you? a patient that's gone through the treatment options, can they get back to a normal life or do they um, forever have to limit themselves on what they do? For people who, are, who have uh, disc herniations, our goal is uh, return to full activity with no restrictions. So if people want to get back to snowboarding, uh, playing competitive sports, gymnastics, uh, mountain climbing, uh, swimming, all that, would what, whatever the patient's lifestyle is what we're trying to restore. Hmm. Okay, so last question. What do you want patients to know when they are scheduling an appointment to come see you? So uh, when a patient comes in to see me at Texas Back Institute, my first job is to get rid of their fear. Because when people come in to see us at, at Texas Back Institute, they're afraid. They're afraid of what has happened to them or afraid of what might happen to them. 
So in addition to making the right diagnosis, my job was to treat people with compassion and also allay some of their fears they have about their back condition. Uh, my goal is to, to come up with a treatment plan that will not only restore function, but also restore hope. Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Basita, for spending time with us talking about herniated discs, uh, one of the most common conditions seen here at Texas Back Institute. For more information about Dr. Basita, herniated discs, or Texas Back Institute, visit www.texasback.com. And please uh, subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app, and we'll catch you in the next episode.